Aloha! Welcome to the Haleo Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, brings a foundational teaching about God's unchanging love. We repent for believing the lie that God can reject His children. Even in times of discipline, God loves us to the uttermost and wants to see us mature as His sons. We bless this morning for us. Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Right? So it is important for us to know the truth. Because if I don't know the truth, what I know may be a lie. (laughs) Or maybe a partial truth. And if it is a lie, I am in bondage. If it is a partial truth, I'm partially free. Right? So it is important to understand, to have understanding. You know, faith comes by hearing, hearing the word, right? So it is when we we feed on the word, that we feed on the truth, we feed on understanding and knowledge. Because from the beginning, God told Adam and Eve a very simple thing. Do this and don't do that. And what the serpent did was like, is that really what God said? Just casting a little doubt, a little lie, a little distortion to the truth, to the word from God. And when you get on the wrong path, you walk away from God. Then you are not free anymore. Right? So... I don't know if you ever read the book of Hosea. It is a pretty dramatic book. But I think that there are so many truths in there that we, we are looking to have a fresh revelation of the love of God. You know, and we, we can talk about the, the prodigal son and the love of the father receiving the son that was lost. But, you can go from Genesis to Revelation, and that's the history that God is trying to give to us, a picture of His love for us. You know, and then He told this prophet, Hosea, say, go get your wife from harlotry. And she's going to come and leave you, and you're going to buy her again. And, you know, and And he was saying, this is my life. I am a loving husband. That I'm going to receive you back as many times as you come back. And then in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 it says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. What was happening, he was saying, Israel do not understand, they, the people of Israel don't understand how much I love them. How much I'm driven to be their God and for them to be my people. 
And it doesn't matter how much I do for them. I deliver them from Egypt, from other gods, and everything. And they keep going back to other gods. Trying to perform the law without opening up to receive my love for them. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you from being my priest. So he was saying, you need to know how much I love you. This is my emphasis here this morning. Are you guys okay with this? If we do not know how much God loves us, the truth of his love for us, we will end up believing some lie that about his love, about his character, about his motivation toward us. And you can read in all the prophets, all the Bible, all the scriptures, like, you know, I have good plans for you. Even if I send you into captivity, I'm going to gather you again. I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to restore. I'm going to rebuild the cities. Because it doesn't matter what we do, God will get what He wants. He will get a people. He will have His kingdom. The Lord Jesus Christ is going to reign. And there will be, every knee will bow, every knee tongue will confess. But he wants this in a relationship of us opening up to receive his love. So are you guys with me? Galatians 4, 15 says, Where is that sense of blessing you had? Right? He's talking to a, a church full of Gentiles. That people that were... In the world without God. They did not have a covenant with God. But they were grafted in through Christ. And they were so happy. They were rejoicing. You know, it was a a change of a life. Of a freedom. If you're in Christ, you're a new creature. In Christ, there's no Jew, no Greek. Right? Gentile. And, and those guys were happy. They were blessed. There was a joy in them. And Paul is saying, where's that sense of blessing you had? For I bear witness with that, if possible, you would have plucked out your eyes and given it to me. Why? Because Paul was writing in a dark jail cell dungeon with a little flickering candle and his eyes were not as good anymore. You know, but the people in this church of, you know, the Galatians, they were like, we would give our, you our eyes so that you could keep writing letters to us. That you could read the letters that we are sending back to you. Because they were in, in a blessing because of this relationship. So to me, you know, you know those surveys, that, you know, from like zero to ten, how is the joy? How is the sense of the of blessing? How is that first experience 
Last Sunday we talked about benchmark experiences. What happened to that joy of a meeting with God? And that's what Paul is writing to the Galatians here. What's going on? What's happening? I think it's the, the chapter 3. He says, You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Who is deceiving you? Who is preaching you not the truth of what I preached to you first? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ was crucified. This is the only thing I want to find out from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law? They did not know anything about the law. They did not know anything about the Old Testament. They were not Jews. But they were saved. They received the Holy Spirit. They were included. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you foolish? So foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? It's not by works. It's not by doing things. It's not by behaving better that you're going to receive His love. It's out of receiving His love that your nature is going to change. Your attitudes, your actions, your conversations... (laughs) Your lifestyle is going to change because of receiving His love. Micah 7, 18 says, Who is a God like you who pardons iniquity and passes over the rebellious act of the remnant of His possession? He does not retain His anger forever because He delights in unchanging love. Isn't that awesome? Unchanging love. This Hebrew word has many different translations. You know, loving kindness. His loving kindness is everlasting. Psalms 136, right? But he's, here it's translated as unchanging love. There's no change. There's no way for it to vain, to vanish, to get diluted. The, this love is not based on what you do or you don't do. This love is not based on you being perfect and deserving and not your own merit. And I, I bless that for us because it, it's kind of like, you know, let's be honest, we're not better than anybody, right? So if this happened with the Galatians, you know, it could happen to anybody. It may be it's happening with us. That we, we, we start our walk with God and everything is good and the Word is alive. And the relationships are fresh. Right? And the worship is, oh my God, I love to worship. You know, you you go read the the church, about the church in Corinth, right? And then there's like, it starts like a little gossip. 
a little biting, you know, a little pecking here, a little pecking there, and division. I am a Saul. I'm a Apollos, right? And then, and then, like, I cannot touch you as a spiritual man anymore because you're fighting. You lost that sense of unchanging love, unmerited love. He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in unchanging love. I think that, I hope this is blessing somebody here. Because I think that we all need this. Because, like I said, if, if, for lack of knowledge, my people are destroyed. If you don't know the truth, you're going to end up believing something else. And the whole scripture is trying to show us how God thinks. But on the other hand, in the last 2,000 years, you know, people have come up with some some ways of explaining God. You know, it's kind of like what was going on with the Galatians here. You know, let's now be perfected in the flesh. You know, now we have to do this and we have to be circumcised. You know, and we have to behave like the Jews or, you know. And I don't want to get into that side of the discussion. But the problem is that it is our human tendency to try to put God in a little box. You know, this is what I was doing that day when God met me. You know, and I was wearing this shirt, (laughs) right? And then you wear that shirt for the rest of your life. You know, He delights in unchanging love. A lot of times this is not the kind of love or the kind of God that we end up believing that we're walking with. You know, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I think that now, you know, it's like the prodigal son There is no way back. Maybe I will just go back and just be a little servant, be a slave in my father's house, because I do not deserve to be his son anymore. And then we walk with God with a slave mentality. And you walk with God not with a sense of like receiving the love of the father, receiving the ring, receiving the, the, the turban, the new sandals, the robe. He's saying, here, everything that's mine is yours. I'm going to give you a new way of thinking. I'm going to give you authority. A new way of walking. I'm going to give you a covering. And we end up walking like the Galatians, you know, without that sense of blessing. Because we believe in a a father, a God that rejects us. That's angry with us. That he rejects people. 
when they make a mistake? Do you reject? I mean, when your child spoils the milk, you get the birth certificate and rip it, right? You did something wrong, now you're not my child anymore. We are not like that. Even with all of our problems and our short fallings, our limitations, we are not like that. And why do we think that God would reject us? Are you thinking? I'm, I'm blessed you to think about this. Don't be too quick to answer. I think a lot of times we, we, we are like microwave, right? Go, 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 go. But I think that you, you have to, sometimes you have to stop and thinking about your ways of thinking. <laughs> and compare your ways of thinking to the scriptures. <laughs> And see who is right and who is wrong. You know, we, we're, we've been talking about confirmation. Seek confirmation for the ways of, you think about God. <laughs> is it some, something that you learn in church? Or is it something that is in the scriptures? Because, you know, there is a lot, of, a lot of ways that we have been taught that God rejects people. And then only the good ones are going to make it. <laughs> right? And I don't know. <laughs> I want us to have a, a change in our perception and awareness of the Father and His love for us. Yes. Last Sunday we talked about His love being a drive, a motivation to get you from A to Z. In the process, He may discipline you, He may correct you, He may, you know, if you have a bad spirit, He may send you to the room and say, okay, go clean up your act. But as soon as you do that, you come back right here and sit at the table with me. I'm not rejecting you. I'm just, I just want you to learn. I just want you to grow. I just want you to graduate from one level to another. But there is never in his mind a rejection. But he's looking for mature sons. You know, he wants us to sit with him. Wouldn't that be cool? Christ is at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. And he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. That's the whole motivation of the Father and of Jesus Christ. I am the door. You're going to get into a relationship with the Father. You don't need to remain immature. Galatians also talks about that, right? As long as you're immature, you're under guardians and tutors. Until the appointed time of set by the Father. And I don't want to go too long, but are you guys getting this? I, I, I'm blessed this to be an impartation. 
But at least I want this to be a teaching that you can go back to with this scripture and say, wait, 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 wait. I thought about this. I thought this way about God's love and his way of relating to me. But maybe there's a new way. Maybe I, I, it was not a complete lie, but it was maybe a little bit of a lie included in this doctrine. <laughs> Psalms 103. Don't you love Psalms 103? Verse 8. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, is slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Are you guys getting this? For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. What about that, huh? Say, Father, I'm sorry. I have believed some lies about you. And I repent. I have believed those lies. And I, I want you to wipe the memory of my conditionings, of my judging you for being a father that is angry and rejects me. It's sad, right? Believe in a God that's like a monster. You know, with a white beard, throwing lightning bolts on people and judging people. You know, it's just like I would be a monster because I, I, I'm trying to teach my daughters. <laughs> because I want the best for them. We repent of believing in a concept of a God that rejects people, that breaks his covenants. We need a new revelation and new understanding of the love of the Father for us. Continuing in Psalm 103, verse 14, He Himself knows our frame. What does that mean? He knows that our brain is not that good. <laughs> he knows that we are a little weak. And we are like children that believe a lot of tales. And we end up following wrong ideas. He is mindful that we are but dust. As for man, his days are like grass, and as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. But when the wind has passed over it, it is no more. 
And its place acknowledges it no longer. But the loving kindness, let me just confirm this here. Yeah, the same word, unchanging love, hastened. His loving, the loving kindness of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. And his righteousness to the children's children, to those who keep his covenant and remember his precepts to do them. God knows how weak we are. God promised never to break his covenant with Abraham, with Israel, forever. He cannot break. He cannot change, go back. God is not a man that he should lie. And in Christ, we, there had nothing to do with this covenant of love. We were included. That is salvation. You know, and a lot of times, I think that we, we forget that. What, it, what does it mean to be saved? It means you were without God, and now you have God. <laughs> you were dead, now you're alive. You're blind, now you're, you can see. Yes. And that, you know, it's not one, once in a lifetime. I think that Paul says, work your salvation with fear and trembling. Lord, Give us a revelation. Show us this unchanging love. You have shown us already. In Christ. In the Word. In giving us and drawing us and put, putting us together. Putting people in churches all over the world. And He's saying, now you share that, bless that. Living that. That's not just for you. This is not for anybody special. This is for everybody. Yeah. Isaiah 49. Can a woman forget her nursing child and have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even this may forget. <laughs> but I will not forget you. Right? I know you guys. I know how loving parents you are. And this is what God is saying here. Can a woman forget her nursing child? Even if the, some can, I will not. Verse 16, Behold, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. This is very, very important. And I, I want you to think about this, okay, this week. If I believe in a God that can break his covenants and promises, that opens the door for me to break my covenants and my promises.
then opens the door for me to judge people, reject people, but also opens the door for me to always live in a fear of rejection. And I think that this is like a, a, this may be a problem in church. Because there is almost like always a sense of self-condemnation, a fear of rejection. And I think, personally, I think it comes from believing in a God that rejects you, a God that rejected other people. And then you live in that, if I do this, somebody's going to get mad at me. But then if you think that way, that opens the door for me to, oh, I knew that person would get in trouble. Because I saw that coming, I told you, right? The church is not a place for the good people. I don't know where we got that, man. God did not send Jesus for the good people. Mark 2.17 says, And hearing this, Jesus said to them, It is not those who are healthy who need a physician, but those who are sick. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. So why don't we just pretend... Stop pretending that we're healthy and that we are righteous. And we say, Lord, I am sick. I am a sinner. I need you. I need you. I have nothing to fake. I'm not here to pretend that I I am worthy. You know, Jesus was relating to people that the religious people were not relating to. He was talking to, number one, the tax collectors, publicans, the the prostitutes, the sinners. Right? He was drinking with the tax collectors. (laughs) That did not sound very good. It's like, God, what, why are you doing this? You're coming and destroying my whole theology that I am good and that person is bad. And then you send your son to talk to that bad person. If we think we are already perfect and good enough, we end up not really realizing how much we need God. And that's the danger of religion. Because you think that what you do is enough. You know, and that's what was happening in Isaiah. You know, they were going to the temple. They were bringing the tithes and offering. They were fasting, putting that gloomy face. But they were doing that without opening up to receive God's love. Luke 5, 31, I'm going to be done. Jesus answered and said to them, It is not those who are well who need a physician, but those who are sick. The same thing. Matthew 9, 12, 
And Jesus heard this and said, It is not those who are healthy who need a physician, but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. Ah, what does it mean? I desire compassion and not sacrifice. I did not come to call right the righteous, but sinners. And he was saying, just as I am, I have compassion for you when you sin and you walk away and you go astray, I want you to have the same compassion for those around you. We should ask, Lord, give me a clear revelation of your love for me. Yes. I want to I see you. You know, like Moses said, Lord, I beseech you, beseech you show me thy glory. Yes. Show me your face. Yes. Show me your love. Yes. You know, why are you expecting me to walk with you without being aware of how much you love me? Yes. And if there are areas that I... I walled off my heart to receive your love because of my conditionings, because of experiences in the church, experiences in my house. I repent of that. Because none of that should limit my ability to have a revelation of your love for me. We bless this. James 1.5 says, if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to you. We start talking about, because of lack of knowledge, my people perish. So why don't we ask? If anyone lacks knowledge, we ask. I bless this, Lord. We open up. There is more, more verses here, but I think we got it. Yeah. I bless this for us. I am driven to see something change for all of us. Yeah. I'm looking for that for myself. I, I, you know, I want a freedom. You know, if you're in Christ, you're a new creature. <laughs> if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. So I want to be a new Free creature. Amen. You know, walking with the, the overflow of the joy of receiving His love for us. Let's stand. Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.